0: What we like, we're your hosts Cindy and Sonia.
1: Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and fun sessions. Okay,
0: hey Cindy,
1: hey Sonia.
0: So, what do you have going on?
1: Well, this weekend. I actually did absolutely nothing like I went from the couch to the bed to the couch to the bed which is one of my favorite weekends and then I did get up and go to the thrift store because you know that's my Sunday thing I can't let a Sunday go by and I don't go to the thrift store I know went to the thrift store spent like five dollars and that was enough for me (laughs) And came back home and got back on the couch. So that was my weekend. Really uneventful. How
0: about you? Well, those are the best ones. I went walking on Saturday. I got in my three and a half miles. I came back. Oh, I went. I voted. I did my early voting. my, My duty. So I got that in on Saturday. And then I was in. That was all I did. So I've watch some movies and football. That was my weekend.
1: So you've been like doing this whole walking thing, like you really getting into this whole walking thing.
0: I am and I I was a little bummed that I missed my bike ride on Sunday because I had to pick up Mr. from the airport. (laughs) Ah okay And and I told myself well just go Sunday evening but I'm a morning person. I need to get it in in the morning or it doesn't really happen for
1: me. Yes, I'm a morning person too. Like, I don't like doing people so early in the morning, but I do like getting stuff done so that I can have the rest, especially on a Sunday. Like, so I can have the rest of the day to relax. Definitely,
0: definitely.
1: Yeah, so, well, I guess we can start talking about dating over 40. Yes,
0: this week's episode. I'm, I'm excited about this
1: one. I, I, I am too, because this is a subject that I'm familiar with. Um, over the last, um, let's say, four years, I was divorced and decided that I should start dating. So, yeah, and I was definitely over forty, so this is the category <laughs> that I'm very familiar with.
0: um it's different. it is. Let's jump right into it, and when you started, you started with what
1: I started dating online, and, yes. <laughs> and I, you know a lot of people gave me grief about that, like. you you know you meet weirdos and killers and 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 my thing was I could meet a weirdo or killer at Walmart like (laughs) you just you know for me it was um, easier just because I didn't I hadn't dated in so long so and I don't really go to clubs or church or you know anywhere like that wouldn't date somebody on my job so um uh, you know it was it was limited so it that was what i chose to do is do online dating so but you've never done
0: online dating right i would because it's convenient you know like you said you don't get out a lot as far as the whole club scene or just a lot of socializing so it makes it easier to meet people and you you can go through the whole vetting process before you actually meet someone face to face. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Like, you it,
1: had good experiences, it, right? I did. Yeah. I um I met some, you know, I met some guys that I knew right off the bat, like we would never be love interests. Like And I'm sure some guys met me and thought the same thing. I mean, but that's the good thing about online dating. You can, like you said, vet them, you know, you have conversations before, and then if the conversations go good for a week or two or whatever, then you can meet up and, you know, see if the visual works out, you know. did meet a couple of guys that look a little different online than they did in person um 20
0: year old
1: photos (laughs) yes i um i did meet a couple of guys that um were turned out to be friends you know that we realized yeah that you realize eh, we're not gonna be love interests but you're cool you know so that was good. I mean, I I give it a, a B minus, you know.
0: So if you found yourself on the market again, would you try uh, online dating again?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I still don't. Although I feel like I do uh, a fair amount of socializing, it's usually with other females. Right. You know? So I'm not going places where I would, you know, meet. Eligible, eligible bachelors, you know.
0: They always say that guys are not, um, are apprehensive about approaching women when they're with a group of women. Exactly. Getting turned down. So that's especially not someone that you want to meet, not a quality guy. Now you might get some knuckleheads that'll come up to you, but a lot of times when you're in a group, they're not.
1: Right. Cause they don't want to be shot down in front of a crowd of people, you know. I,
0: understand that.
1: I I can. I mean, I I probably wouldn't I mean that's a hard thing. Think you walk up to one female and then you getting judged by all the rest of them, right. you know. Even if she likes you, you still getting judged by her girls, you know. So they all
0: have an opinion.
1: Yes. So <laughs> um but yeah i I would probably you know do it again i um had a good experience i met um vegan Bay, and so that was a good experience so um you know so yeah i'd I'd probably do it again you know if i was single i'd probably do it again
0: (laughs) i think i would try it as well yeah, you you I think um I think
1: it would be something that you would enjoy. Just the aspect of you know, not in a nasty whole kind of way, but you can date two or three guys, not in a nasty way, but you know, this guy may just like to go to dinner or this guy might just You know, so you can Yeah,
0: you might have one that's a movie buff or you might have one that's into sports. So you have that freedom to date two or three guys if you so choose to, because you grown.
1: Right. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know sometimes when you're younger, Younger people feel like that's okay because they have the all these different stages of dating now. They have talking and dating and go together, all these different stages. But as we get older, we feel like you should do one, you know, date one person at a time. And we have different um we have different definitions of what dating is. So what do you feel? dating over 40 but dating multiple people
0: i think that that's okay i think that you can be over 40 you can be over 50 and have different relationships that take care of different needs in your life I think right. that you're only obligated to be with that one person when you and that one person come together and which doesn't happen a whole lot but when you come together and say okay we're going to be monogamous it's just going to be me and you right my experience a lot of times relationships just flow into that yes i don't know that i've ever had somebody sit down and say okay i don't want to see anybody else do you want to see anybody else because i'm not seeing anybody else in my experience it usually just flows into that Okay we are together now right
1: right I, I think so because I don't I I was trying to think back if we had that conversation but I don't think that we like had that conversation like sit down and say okay I'm not seeing anybody you seeing anybody we kind of later talked about are you are you still on POF like you know the dating site are you still on there? Whatever we kind of talked about that, but um, other than that, no, I've never had anybody say, "Will you be my girlfriend?" or you know, whatever. But I think um, I think people get confused when you say you're dating multiple guys or more than one guy. They automatically think sex, and in my definition, dating doesn't have to involve sex. Like. We could just be going to the movies or hanging out or, you know, and not every, if I'm dating two guys, doesn't mean both guys are coming over my house. Like one guy could just be the movie guy or we go out to eat or, you know, something like that. When I first um, got on the site, I met a guy and that's all we did was go out to eat or, stay at his house and watch tv or football or he watched football and i play on my phone kind of thing um so and there was no physical anything it was just i i um had recently divorced i was lonely he was lonely yeah we didn't like each other like that but we needed a friend at the time so
0: you can get good friendships out of it. So I don't see anything wrong with dating multiple people if you choose to do that.
1: No, I, I think you have to be an adult about it and it's whatever you decide you you know wanna do.
0: Yeah, so how whatever. do you feel about the, the subject of being uh, equally or unequally yoked uh, in dating at this age, as opposed to 20s?
1: Wow. You know, my thought is, is that when you're this age, um, you know, you're, you're on a, on a different path. Like when you're young, there's a possibility that you can, you know, grow together and those unequally things could turn into equally and you can bring it together and sprout out together, yes. or whatever. But usually when you're over 40 and 50, you're already on that path and it's you know going where it's going. Mm-hmm. And if one person is kind of trickling up and the other person is just staying lateral, like just you know doing what they do, Sometimes that's difficult, you know, to bring them together. Like, um, I, in my opinion, it, it's, it's hard. Even if you care for the person, you know, those differences keep popping up. Yes. You know.
0: Yes, I completely agree. It wasn't an issue for me at all when I was dating in my 20s, um, mid-20s, maybe even late 20s. Because I didn't require a whole lot of the guy, just because I was on that path where I was establishing myself and I was uh, getting myself together. So I didn't require him to be more than what I was. And I was just having fun. So it didn't matter. You know, I knew that I had me, and if he had him, it was good. We can come together and have a good time. Fast forward to present day, being unequally yoked, I think would be a problem because now, at this point in life, it's more of it's more about uh, growing together and you know how we exist as a unit more so than just going out and having a good time.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely, and I think it's more than just financial that you can be unequally yoked like um our life experiences can cause us to be in different spots in life, right. more than what we can um we can compromise on you know. Uh, your upbringings could have a lot to, you yeah. know, a lot to do with it.
0: So, I yeah. 100% agree with that because you can meet a person and you can want to be with that person, but then find out that because our outlook and our view on life is so different, it makes it difficult to be together. Not that any one person is wrong, or than right, more right the next person, it's just that I view life this way, you view life that way, and it's just too different to overcome. And that's right. when the compromise comes in and you have to determine, okay, is this something that we can get past? Is this something that we can compromise on? Which is difficult because again, at this point in life, we pretty much are who we are right the whole change factor would be really difficult
1: yeah and um it it is difficult to um change i i i like to feel like i can bend a little bit yes but um you know i i also have a have the thought of this is this is me, like this is what you get. Like, I can work with you, but this is what you get. And I'm pretty clear with, I was pretty clear with everybody who was a potential bay. you know, that this is what I'm looking for. And, you know, and and it was pretty simple. These are my non-negotiables. If you can work with it, great. If you can't, I understand. And I was looking for the same thing from them. Like, what's your non-negotiables? Because I can tell you what I can do. I'm not going to cook every day. So if you're looking for potatoes, meat, and vegetables every day when you come home and they're sitting on the pot or the plates in the microwave, I'm not her. I'm just not her. I, what I, <laughs> I can't do that for you. I'm That's- not her
0: that's the same for me and you said okay you have to let them know that you're not cooking every day i'm not cooking right (laughs) every day on that so you know i let it be known the kitchen and i are not friends (laughs) so you know if that's what you need then i might not be her i even had someone say but i think you would cook for me um <laughs> <laughs> that's just not something that um I do. Now, really? I I won't say well, at this point. I, I was going to say I should say I would never do it, but at this point, that's probably not going to be something that um I spend a lot of time doing. Am I opposed to doing it once in a while? No. Um but it's not something that that's part of my uh routine
1: right okay so what do you do so you you have mister or a previous boot, whatever Uh, would you do you bring food home do you what what's your ritual i could
0: bring food home and i i can do a little something in the kitchen but most of them um were pretty good in the kitchen and they
1: yeah they cook
0: yes the way that i eat i i like salads you know and Uh i do that the majority of the time so it's for me it's it's not that much but yeah you we would eat out i would bring stuff in or it would just be something simple it would be salads or it would be you know fish or just something that you can throw together but some you know down south soul food cooking and i am from the south right so that's you know for me that's one of those things that has always been you know at the forefront because you know that can be an issue um and and when you talk and i think you touched on it before about being unequally yoked it's not just about finances and you know right. you to look at uh, uh it could be it could be sexual it could be one is an introvert, one is an extrovert, and, and to the point where it causes problems, you know, in the relationship where one wants to go and do and the other one never wants to leave the house. So it's yeah. a combination of things that goes into, okay, are we uh, compatible? And the main mm-hmm. one that, that we haven't touched on that most people think about when you say being uh Unequally yoked is the religion, right? But yes. So much more than that. Yeah,
1: it is. But um, I know you remember. I met a guy. Um, we hit it off really well. We had fun together. Like everything was perfect in my eyes. And he even said, but. He didn't like the fact that I could not say that I was a Christian and that I you know, didn't go to church. And I told him I didn't have a problem that he did go to church every right. Sunday or that he did um, say that he was a Christian or that he wanted to pray sometimes at night before we hung up. I have a problem with that. It, I just don't do it and I don't want you to come into the relationship thinking that that's how it's gonna be. Now, will I go to church with you? Maybe, I don't know, but I don't want those expectations and then when I don't go, we're two, three years in and now, you know, that's a problem. Yeah. So he, he said that basically, we could never be serious because of those things because we were and he used the words unequally yoked yes. and <clears throat> that I was different remember.
0: i remember him and and the part that i didn't and, and i get that portion but i think it's different because where you guys are in life it's not like you were going to be having kids and then you know question of okay how will we raise the kids In the church, not in the church. Because I think that it makes a difference at that point because, you know, it's confusing because mom doesn't go, but dad goes and there's, but so I can see if that was the case. But I think when you're at the point where kids are not a part of the equation, I don't know that I would put that much emphasis on my partner uh, going to church or not.
1: Right, no, I I really, it just confused me more than anything, because I'm like, it's not like I was like, don't say that religious stuff to me, or don't mention church to me. When he asked me once or twice to go, I was like, sure, it's not a, you know, it's not a problem, but I don't want you to expect that this is going to be every Sunday thing, like we're going to get up Sunday morning, get dressed and go to church together, that's That's not how, you know, that was going to happen. But what kind of irritated me is we would go out and have wine together. We would go over to his sister's house and have wine and daiquiris and all this kind of stuff. But you mad because I won't go to church with you. And, you know, like there are a lot of things that you're doing, you know, but that's the, you know, And what was even funnier is, funny, not funny, like, not only did he find a boo, like, right after, and he just, he married her within, like, two months, and within a year, they had bought a house, been on a couple of cruises and everything, and I'm like, are you serious? He found somebody that
0: would go to church with him.
1: Yes, and that's what he said. He called me and was like right afterwards and was like, "Yeah, she um she'll go to church." He even said, "She looks a lot like you. She acts a lot like you,
0: but she'll go to church." Wow. Wow. So, so we see that being equally yoked at least to a certain extent is very important in a relationship
1: yeah how about uh mix mixing old boo with new boo wow okay <laughs> so you you know i've mixed some old boos and some new boos and some potential <laughs> boos and i've i've just had a room full of booze at one time um i was m- married and moving from one state to the other and my boss gave me a big going away party. And so there was my husband there, my college boo, my older baby daddy and another ex boo, all (laughs) at the party together. And part of the reason why that wasn't weird for me is because I don't like to break up, you know, and be angry. Right. You know, so it wasn't like I was cheating with anybody, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm still friends and genuinely care about all the old booze. You know, like I don't have one that I couldn't speak to or we walk in a room and we not speaking. No, like my oldest daughter's father still calls me for birthdays and you know, he would call when I was married and say happy anniversary and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. We would hang out together when we went to homecoming. So for me, it's not weird. Now, for new Vegan Bay, it's weird. <laughs> he doesn't understand it. Hell no. He don't know. He's like, why? Like, That's
0: why?
1: You know? He doesn't understand it, like it's just the foreign thing like what why would you want to do that? Why do we need to be in the same room? Why do we have to talk like and for me, it's like why not
0: like, I don't think, I don't think I've ever done it, uh, and there's only one ex that I don't communicate with mm-hmm. but i would i mean everybody else I communicated with, I don't have a problem with them and I wouldn't see an issue. But I think the problem for the man is that men don't believe that men and women can be friends. So they have that issue. So although we don't see a problem mixing old booze and new booze, the men, I think, would have an issue with that.
1: And and that's exactly... um, I think that's what it is. I think he just probably doesn't really think that we can just be friends you right. know um but i'm not a um I, I don't i don't put my car in reverse like no no once i pull off i'm 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 pretty i'm pretty much gone you know like i don't put my car in reverse so that's the least of your worries is an old boo like you you don't even have to be concerned you know with the old boo so i don't have a problem with mixing them and i wouldn't have a problem if um an old boo brought his new boo around you know like i i wouldn't have a problem with that i'm rooting for my ex-husband to you know find somebody i hope he finds somebody and
0: I think that's more of an issue, um, like in your case, because you guys have kids. Right. So those exes, you can never ex out of your life because that's you're always going to be connected. So I think that a new coming into the picture needs to understand that, like, he's always going to be here. As a matter of fact, he's going to be here when you leave. It, so... It you of have to get with the program and accept it for what it is and just understand and know that I'm never going to disrespect you but he's going to be here.
1: Right. And I, I think that's a that's an aspect of dating over 40 yes. because you have so many life experiences like um children or you probably been married before, you know. And um, if it wasn't like a horrible divorce, then you probably still have some sort of connections or something, or depending on how long you were married. You know, sometimes you've been married to somebody 10, 15, 20 years. It's hard to just, no matter how much you don't want to be with them in an intimate way, it's just, Hard to just cut that off and not be friends with that person, not speak to them or whatever. You know, I think that's difficult. So, I think that's another aspect of dating over 40. You come with so much, not baggage per se, but just so much past life. You know, when you're in your 20s, you don't have a
0: whole lot of that, you know, but it walk away from that relationship and not look back.
1: Right. But when you get past 40, I mean, you all probably have had a house together. You've paid bills together and, you know, um, done a lot of things. So it's it's difficult just to say I'm never going to speak to him again. And like you said, I have kids. So, and even though they're older, I still have kids
0: yeah and that's always going to be there and I think that's the case for a lot of over 40 uh, people dating they have to take the kids in consideration absolutely speaking of kids what's your viewpoint of dating a man with kids
1: nada no that's like a hard no um that was that was a non-negotiable for me that was one of them the cooking the um the children now i will say i i had some leeway on age so if they were the same age as um my daughter was at the time which was early high school Mm -hmm. um then i was like Okay, I could I could probably do that, you know, because they can feed themselves, probably would be less baby mama drama. You know, the kid could probably come and go as they please. You know, they might even have a car at that time because Aja had just got a car. Um so they they probably would have a car at that time. So that that part you know, I could deal with. But if you had young children, mm-mm, I, I can't because then that would go back to my other non-negotiable. I'd have to cook because <laughs> you're probably gonna have to do every other weekend, which again, this is gonna sound selfish, but I want us to be able to walk out the door at 10 o'clock at night if we want to and run to 7-Eleven not pack the the kid up or wake him up out the bed or you know or any of that and that sounds selfish but and then i wouldn't want to take any time from you and your kid you know
0: right yeah that is a big one and that the kids would be a no for me as well like they would need to be grown for me like grown grown Grown, like out of the well. I can't say out of the house. Well, yeah, out of the house. Because I guess my thing is definitely if you have kids, especially younger kids, I would need you to be present in their life and to spend time with them. And if you have to do that, that's less time that you have to spend with me, which would be an issue. So I wouldn't want you to choose me over your kids, because then I'm I'll be looking at you with the side eye. So I take that out of the equation. No, I don't want to date a guy with kids. Um, I don't want to, you know, when I'm coming over to visit, I have to worry about, you know, Johnny walking out and, you know, I just can't be in my (laughs) pre-state. Yes. So that's just at this, and and obviously, you know, when I was younger, I love kids. So yeah, I didn't care if you had kids, but at this point, no, I i want us to be able to go if we want to go. Um, sit home if we want to sit home. Uh clothes are optional. And these are things that you can't do if kids are in the picture. Right. I kids, but I I'm I'm past the younger kids state. Um uh, at, at least um for an extended period of time. Like I'll get my nieces and right. I have them but then I'm taking them back. Right. And And not an every weekend thing. Right. And I
1: feel like he would probably have to keep the kids at least two weekends a month, a couple of weeks in the summer and over Christmas break. And, um, yeah. And another thing for me would be getting attached to the children, you know, and then them getting attached to me and what if that doesn't work out you know that can be hard for you know children so it's just a a lot and like you said when i was younger um because i had kids you know i would have been like the more the merrier like one extra kid doesn't make a difference or then they could play with them and that'd be less entertaining i would have to do but um Yeah, no, for me it's a hard no. Like non-negotiable. Please don't bring it up. Like if you have them, look the other way. I'm not her. Like, move on. Find you someone else. I wish you well. (laughs) So
0: that's a no across the board on the kids. Yes. But we do love the kids. I do. I, I like
1: kids, but you know, I don't know, in my old age though, sometimes they dance on my nerves just a little bit. Just a little bit,
0: but. Oh, mine gets stomped on. <laughs> and They will stomp on mine and I have to count to 10. <laughs> okay. okay. What, what about what brings those kids here?
1: That's what I was getting ready to say. so how important is sex in a relationship over 40? Because there's a difference, I think, in how important it was when I was, you know, in my 20s or maybe even early 30s to now over 40. Well, one difference, it,
0: it means... Uh, it's a lot different. The meaning is different for me now. And although when we say sex, it is a physical act. But for me, at, now at this point, it's more emotional. And right. I, I have to have that feeling in order right. to do that physical act. So, right. right. It, it is important. But that that's a hard one because that comes back to the, you know, being equally yoked because if you're with somebody and that person is very sexual, then you need to be sexual or you need to fake it or you need to do something because that is a very important part of the relationship. And when that's not right, then the relationship is not right. Right. I I do think that it's, when I was younger, it was more of just the physical act of having sex, whereas now, uh, not so much.
1: Right. So do you think age plays a part in um, like frequency or, um, because I know a lot of people think Oh, uh, well, he or she is over 40 because I used to think it, like I used to think over 40, you probably don't have sex. You probably just lay in the bed and rub feet or something like that. You know, or whole hands in the bed or something. But now that I'm over 40, I realize that's not true. No, you know?
0: Not true. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's different now. Yeah. And I, that was surprising to me. Yeah. I, I didn't expect that.
1: Well, is it because you assumed that um when you got older or when your partner got older that you that it would slow down or that you just wouldn't want it or he wouldn't want it or
0: I felt like it would slow down on both sides. I, I didn't feel like it would be um at the forefront right Um, which is why for me it was important to have a friend somebody that i really like somebody that i can have a conversation with like we can have a serious conversation about what's going on in the world today and then we can just also be super silly about talking about anything or nothing at all because i thought that It would come that time when that would kind of wane off. And if it's all about sex, when that goes away, what do you have? Right. Right. No, it doesn't go away. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I don't know. I just thought, I thought, especially when you got 50, like that you definitely wasn't having sex. Like old people having sex, like creepy, like when I was in my twenties. I just assumed that like the best sex you could have was in your 30s and then 40 it starts to wean off and then by 50, you're just holding hands. Like that's as sexual as you got in your 50s. I'm here to tell everybody that is wrong. Like it's still, this, It's to me it's the same, but like you said, it's, um, it's more emotional, it's not, all about the physical act it's about the emotions and um expressing your feelings for someone you know um whereas when you were younger it's just kind of the act you did it whatever Mm -hmm. you know but um like now you can't always well you don't always do it when you're not connected to that person it's harder to do it when you're not connected to
0: that,
1: um, to that person yeah so um, it's important I-, I think still because I was thinking it wouldn't be important like who cares when you're in your 40s but it is still it's still very important um, and and that's another thing that was discussed early on In most of my conversations, like within the first couple of weeks, like your thoughts about sex, what are your expectations? You know, so we could get that out there. You know, what are you expecting? What do you think? You know, so what was
0: the consensus? What, what for the most part, what were they expecting?
1: For the most part, most guys were like a couple of times a week, you know, which I was thinking. You know, because most of the guys were over fifty, you know, or close to fifty. Mm-hmm. I was thinking they were gonna say, you know, a couple of times a month or something. Right. You nope. Know, everybody was like, Yeah, a couple of times a week. Um That sounds all you know, right. <laughs> at minimum, you know, they like a couple of times a week at minimum, you know. Yeah. So I mean it's just good to talk about that because at this age, you're a full-grown adult. Like, right. you know, anybody, any explanations about anything? Like, it is what it is. You know, so let's talk about it, get it out there, um, you know, and, and see what everybody's expectation is. Now, talking about that, what's too soon? And, you know, to go ahead and do the hookups what's what's too soon
0: well you know i don't have a time limit on that i go by feeling if i meet you tonight and i i'm feeling you and i want to do that i'm a grown woman and i (laughs) I should be able to do that right tonight and and i like you but i'm just not feeling you in that way I can hang out with you and date you, and we can do that for a month, two, three, and and I wouldn't feel inclined to do anything if I didn't want to. Like for me, I wouldn't put a um, time schedule on it. I just go based off of how I'm feeling you and how I feel that you're feeling me, and and with all things, you know, be safe. Yes,
1: I think that's the most important thing. Like. Be safe, not only like with the sex, the actual sexual part, but be safe. Like, you know, text a girlfriend and tell her where you are. Uh, Take a picture of their license plate. You know, tell people where you are going at all times, you know, whatever. Share his name, share his screen name and, you know, all that kind of stuff so that Um, so that if you do meet him tonight and you go home with him or he comes home with you or you meet up at Best Western or whatever, somebody knows where you are and what you're doing. But I agree. I mean, do you, you know, just be safe about it, but do you, whatever, you know, whatever works for you.
0: And, you know, I go back to Steve Harvey's book, think like a whatever and a whatever, right? and it was, I guess the 90 day rule, I think it is. Yeah. And my, you know, experience, I could think I know you in 90 days. I could think I know you in three years and still not fully 100% know you. Because- Absolutely. a person can definitely put on a facade for 90 days that's 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 not a lot so and to me it almost feels like i'm playing a game with you if i meet you and we start dating but i have it marked on my calendar on the 91st day that we can have sex uh no like why just right so i i trust my intuition you know i trust how i feel And that's what I would go off of and not uh, society says I should do or a book says I should do.
1: Right. Right. I agree. I agree. Do you is my motto because I don't owe any explanations to anybody. So do, do you, we, um, yeah. So, well, anyway, since we done that, I think that was a pretty big good, good discussion about Day over 40. Yeah. Like yeah. I think we got it all out there. I think so. Um, I, I think that was a good one. Now, you know what I love to talk about before we leave. What's that? Ratchet Recap. Yes, let's Ready? do it?
0: What we recapping tonight.
1: All right, so. You know, you know, I and and I'm sh- I'm partly shame and not shame, but I love 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 *married to medicine*. I do too. And, Cause I love Dr. Jackie. I love her the most. Yes. I love Dr. Jackie. And so, um, did you watch uh, *married to medicine*? I
0: did. Yes.
1: Okay. So I'm trying to be. Okay. So what you think about the whole quad thing? First off? And do you feel like they treating her a certain kind of way or, you know?
0: Well, I think for the most part, they're trying to be her friend. Uh, And there's some messiness and some nosiness going on too. But I think overall, they're really trying to be her friend. And I understand that. But on the other side of it, I do understand Quad because I am a private person as well. And I would probably be Quad. Uh, and and not trying to discuss it in front of everybody because she knows everybody doesn't have her best interest at heart. Right. Not that she didn't talk to anybody because I think we saw or either there was conversation about her talking to Jackie. Right. And that would probably be me. I would probably talk to one person. I'm not going to sit, especially when it's fresh. Right. I'm not going to sit in this room with, with seven women and I know maybe half of them have anyway. No, I'm not gonna do that just so they can feel good. Right. Yeah.
1: And and I can see her point. I'm I'm a little more open, but I can't talk about it when it's super fresh. Like um for me when I was in that situation you know, it was, I didn't tell everybody until I had a handle on it, you right. know? And and I could talk about it without getting emotional because I'm not good at doing that. I'm good at sharing to the public, but getting emotional in front of um, people um, is difficult for me, so that would be hard. So I could see where, she, what what she was saying um you know just not wanting to deal with it and sometimes you just need that you don't want to deal with it and just let it you know let it go so i think some of them really wanted to help her out and help her through it i think some of them was just being messy yes yes and you know how women can be messy so
0: nosy and i think that They know her because Mariah spoke on it, but she said, you know, Quad is a very private person. Right. If you guys know this, why are you giving her a hard time about sharing? And it was in the midst of everything. It was still really, really fresh. Right. And they were giving her a hard time about not coming to this event or not coming to that event. Like, okay. Yeah. When everything is falling apart around her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now my next ratchet show, we just got to touch just a little bit on love and hip hop, um, Hollywood. So first off, Brooke is messy. Very Brooke is super messy. Like she petty, she messy, she borderline like Like messy to the point where it's almost hurtful. Like you know, like
0: another level messiness.
1: Yeah, she she for real messy. And then this whole thing with Lyrica and um, what's his name, a a one or whatever,
0: with a questionable sexuality.
1: Yes, and then okay, and then my last thing about them can't. As much money as these two are making, cause they making some money. Um, as much money as they making, why can't they buy their mamas some wig? What is going on with their mama's With Both their mama's wig be sideways, it be chewed up, it is just greasy. <laughs> like. What is going on with it's no way my mama, my auntie, my grandma, my girlfriend, nobody gonna be with um with uh with a messy wig. But nobody
0: like, yeah, Lyrica's wig is not always together either.
1: Yeah, her wigs be sideways too, like
0: but those
1: mamas, yeah, you're right. The mamas, uh, another it, level. What is and okay? I'm not saying that I'm built like you know Serena Williams. But one of they mamas, I can't even remember which one it is. I think it's Lyrica Mama, or no? no it's A1 Mama. Yeah. She looks like she's 16 months pregnant, like. I'm like, are you, like, seriously, like, what is going, What and, it's, and look, sometimes you have to dress, you know, your body and you dress accordingly, you know, and so, um, so I'm like, but I was looking at their wigs last night and I'm like, what is going on with the wig? Like, both mamas. Like they just said, we're not gonna take care of mama's hair. They could get a sew-in or something like, oh.
0: That's straight from the beauty supply store in the hood.
1: Yes, and and that's not even the good ones. Like that's like the $14.99 wig that be in the plastic that be on the shelf. You don't even have to ask nobody to help you with that one.
0: Uh, no, no.
1: And then it looks like they sleep in them. Like they don't even take them off. <laughs>
0: That's, that's Lyrica's mom. She has the bush going on.
1: Oh my goodness! Like, and then it is blonde and it's sitting sideways. It is just awful. Like
0: Anyone's mom had on one that didn't even have any lace on, it and I thought everybody had graduated to the lace. <laughs> I want
1: I want to write in and tell them. I don't care nothing about who your baby daddy is and none of that. I just want to know, where do y'all get these endless supply of horrible wigs? It's just awful. If the average person can get a decent wig, like us average Joe Blows, who out here ain't making $100,000 and all of that, if we can buy decent wigs, you can't get your mama a wig while you trying to remarry a one? You need to be at the supply store trying to get your mama a good wig,
0: a good one. Now you understand why I have a fear of wig. I
1: know. This is Look, like- I wouldn't let you be nowhere with that dollar store wig on. We would have to have a conversation. <laughs> like, it, what's going on, Sonya? Your finance is a little, a little sloppy right now. I got you. We're going to get you into a good wig until you can do a little better. But if you come bouncing out the house in an A1 mama wig, <laughs> no, mm yeah, That, that wig was awful. Bad. All bad. I couldn't even pay attention when I was, I couldn't even hear what they were talking about. Some kind of argument ensued between Lyrica Mom and, and A1 sister-in-law something. I couldn't even tell what was going on because I was dissecting those wigs, like I just wanted to take it and snatch it to the right. It was just yeah, awful yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, so that was
0: a crazy episode, and uh, did you see the wig pulling with um yes the mama. you know, I like the mama. Somewhat, she's just she's just real. Like she, but why is she always throwing her handbag?
1: Yes, like she snatched her daughter's wig off to smack somebody with her daughter's wig.
0: What? (laughs) Somebody else wig off? Like she? This is why she likes uh, Apple so much. I think that's her name, Apple. Yes, they cut from the same cloth
1: yes
0: like, for real like she she'll get it in she'll get with you she will really get with you no, no yes. matter, whatever she can get a hand on she gonna throw that handbag snatch her daughter's wig like whatever she can get to yes she will get with you
1: yeah i was like how you know what i got going on under my wig that you just
0: gonna snatch <laughs> but you know what she stayed she stayed in character she was like I can be bald-headed and
1: still take your man. I know. I'm like, okay. I don't know if I want you snatching my wig, though. I don't understand
0: how uh, Marcus can put up with
1: that. Oh, yeah. That would be... That would be... But I will say, she did look kind of cute when she was singing, though. Her little black shirt on and a little skirt. It,
0: It was hard for me to see what was going on through all her messiness.
1: Yeah, she was being messy. That was really messy. Like texting your boo from your boo who you think you boo messing with from a number and blah blah blah. Like that was just too much. Yeah, exactly.
0: Let's touch on one more thing before we get out of here. Okay. Oh the what's her name? Tiara? And the name, oh. but she's still with the dude, like see, you can kind of tell when people are being real. Because Tiara is not a very good actress. So I don't feel like she's being her authentic self, because she's coming across like an actress, but not a very good one. Right, right. They need to let her go. Like the little storyline where you suing the guy, but then we see you with the guy, and she looking crazy because you ain't got caught. And then, oh, because the dick is good. And then I right. wanted to get closure. Honey, which one is it? Right. And
1: both of them stupid reasons. Like, you yeah. wanted to get closure. You got closure when he put the video out. That's closure. Like, that's it for me. Like, that's,
0: I'll yeah. With that one.
1: yeah, you put the video out. That's closure. We're done. But yeah, she looked, she looked stupid. And you're right, she's not a good actor. Like, she just looks dumb. And the storyline is starting to work my nerves, because really? how many how many times do you keep going back for more? And he even said, I keep letting her come back, because it makes her story look
0: dumb. Right. You know? Not only that, she, you know, she's suing me. But she's hurting her case every time. Right. She- and which well, is why he was recording her. It's like, OK, you suing me, said I put out this tape, but you're still meeting up with me. Really? Right. And more than once,
1: like, somebody would come and say, you flew out to Dallas. Oh, it was that last time. Then they'd say, you, was, you met up with him here. Oh, that was the last time. Like, how many, li- do you know
0: what last
1: means?
0: <laughs> you know, she, she trying to keep a storyline going to hold on to a check. Well. Oh, and one more, I promise. Okay, because I was reading in the blog Paris and K. Michelle.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And on Instagram, I was reading comments where they said, Paris keeps saying, K. Michelle, keep calling her a thief, but Paris is the one that keeps talking about it. Right. So I was like, okay, Paris, if you want it to go away, stop about it. Yes. Talked to the ladies. You talked about it again when you went to Paris. You talked about it in this last episode with Booby.
1: Yes.
0: Can we let it go already?
1: Yes. And the the last why they rehashing Booby? Like where he come from? He had been on in a long. I forgot all about Booby, and then he, he come back
0: Boobie. up. I guess Booby need a check too. But Booby was only relevant because Keisha Cole was there. Now right. he's gone, and he's resurfacing
1: so he can make some issues with Brooke and her dude, really. And if they were that good of friends, he wouldn't be, He wouldn't have known. Like, yeah. and and now he gonna uh, he gonna approach him. Yeah, that whole thing is they can leave that out for me. Like that's even too much for ratchetness. Like that's just too much. I I could do without that. It
0: really is.
1: Okay, well, I guess that's our feel of wretchedness. You know, I love to watch it and talk about the wretchedness. If you would like to share your comments or let us know
0: what you think
1: about the episode. Please
0: email us at whatwelikeinc at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at whatwelike.
1: Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week.
0: Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.